Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey, folks, welcome back to the podcast. It is Wednesday. We're doing a special one today. November 3rd. November 3rd. Um, we had elections across the country yesterday. Uh, believe it or not, some of them went really well. Um, oh, the for, for ones did not. <laughs> for well, we picked up like an important. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. I have to look it back up, but we won a few important. I feel like it was, if it was either state house seats or things in New Hampshire, red seats. Right. In other words, places, the easiest way to say this is the places where they didn't get to employ their full scale, you know, CRT, you know, garbage, their full scale propaganda and all that. We won. <laughs> in the places where they prioritized and put money in and, and, and propagandized, we lost in Virginia, which is a lean. Uh, Democratic state. I don't even know. Do you know the final count at this point, John? I uh, I had it. Ah, I had it. He won by a couple points. Youngkin did. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was a. I mean, it wasn't like a blowout, but it wasn't also like a bare victory. And we almost lost New Jersey, which would have been a fucking disaster. Like we barely pulled out holding the Jersey governorship. Um, and is it official that we won though? I kept hearing it's still close. I thought I saw. Okay, well you're right. I did see something, but you know that might have been one person calling yeah. in one place. Yeah. So they're still on um, CNN this morning. They're still like, where's the? Well, if they do what they did with Biden and Trump, even if it's obvious, they'll wait like 40 days or something. Well, they're wandering. Yunkin, Yunkin, fifty point six eight. McAuliffe, forty eight point five five. So that's two points. Yeah. Two points. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The big one is, I think at this point, non-college educated white women are at a 75-25 split. He was, we were destroyed, and that should tell you how those messages worked. Right. Um, right. What the, the people that those messages were aimed at, if I can, if, you know, some of those messages, not, not necessarily all of them equally, but non-college educated white women um, was their key thing because hmm. McAuliffe actually, the last I saw, but they'll get improved upon um, Biden from uh, last year with college-educated white hey. women. So that Jesus split. Now we're dealing with mom's dog. Sorry, we're back to the. Okay. You keep talking. I'm going to go put her on the couch, which seems to be what she wants. So basically, that split um, now is starting to look a lot like the split that on men's side. Because if you paid attention to the last presidential election, guys, you would have seen that there was a huge split: white working-class men without a college degree versus. Uh, yep. white men with you know with a college degree and biden did did better among women right. with a college degree than women without but he did well among women without and it right. seems all of this having glenn young can present an, a pleasant rom more romney-esque face right. than trump combined with their ability to bifurcate their messages so they could send all the evil sludge yep. to their to their to their mouth breathers and the exurbs and the uh rural areas while saving the happy, you know, the up, more upbeat stuff for the suburbs allow them to win back the suburbs. Um, I think, like you said, it was the kinder and gentler. I mean, again, I, you're more of a math guy in terms of data. I tend to go more with my gut on these things. I feel like he was kinder and gentler. I feel like Terry McAuliffe, not a great campaigner in my view. I, I you know, I've helped raise money for him, mm -hmm. but I don't, I watched Terry McAuliffe speak and I go, eh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> You know, um, well, Yunkin, can I say seriously though yeah. for a second? Yeah, I'm not fully a data guy, I believe in both. 
Uh, I I think that. Oh, I meant that uh, as a compliment. I mean, I mean that it's a negative. I'm, oh no, I know. No, but I yeah. I don't think that it's not that I took it the wrong way. I'm yeah. not taking it as an insult. I'm just saying if the, the honest way I always portray myself, it's funny. I do this because you know all this sort of cybermetric shit came to baseball, sabermetrics to baseball, which I'm a big fan of. And you get these people who are like the managers that manage with their gut versus the ones that go with analytics. And I've always felt like experience things that you can't quantify as yes. well. Yes. Are always very important too. You can't quantify, yep. at least that I'm aware of charisma. Yep. You know, you yep. can't, I mean, so, you know, and candidates really matter, but yep. there's no denying the fact that, you know, and there's also, let's, let's, you know, be, you know, share the sort of context, which is T Terry McAuliffe was the one who broke the trend, which had been a 40 year or whatever trend, which is whatever party wins the White House because people right. are usually pissed off because they don't ever feel like they've gotten stuff quickly enough. Right. After the, the next year, the other party wins the Virginia election. The first time that didn't right. happen was 2013. Right. So, uh, or yeah, first time in forever, I guess. So that's important context here too, but there's just no doubt that this was winnable. Yeah. Um, they found kind of a kinder face, which they do sometimes. He allowed them, yeah. I, he reminded me in some ways of Cory Gardner, if you remember him from Colorado. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like this yeah. right winger, and finally Colorado got liberal he enough. He did come across nice, didn't he? He was like yes, a sweet it was a guy. presidential yeah. year, yeah. so he just couldn't hang on even with all of that. But the way he was able to knock off a Democrat the first time in a Democratic state was he just—he didn't seem like the crazy right wingers. He was the nice right. face of 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 right wing, you know. Uh, John, your your own John Kasich. Yeah, he's another one. Yeah. Um. So oh, shocks. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, th these are all kind of. These all need to be factored in. It no. just doesn't change the fact, though, that that here's the, the environment we're in. And, man, I, I threw out a thread last night just out of anger, and it's gone pretty viral. Hmm. It seems there's a lot of people that agree with this. <laughs> um, you know, and John and I have talked about this. Let's, so let, let, me, let me make this about three or four points. First point, <clears throat> which is the Democrats, uh, as Democrats, we don't do more basic marketing one-on-one, -on -one, and I don't understand why. We don't message things. We don't message things positively, and we don't message things negatively. Yep. We don't have the three or four things that we say about them and the three or four things that we right. say about ourselves. So people knew what was in the BBB plan. Right. Um, most most of those, 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 some of the women that broke Build away. Build back know, better, the dumbest well, slogan ever created in the history of mankind. But even that doesn't matter if, they, if in their minds, build back better equals universal pre-K. And you need okay, that. Fair enough. Yeah. Do, do we think it did for them? I don't think it did. I'd love to see a right. poll on that. Right. Because we didn't tell people. We didn't tell people the three or four things. We, right. we allowed this bill to become what we allowed Obamacare to become. All the negatives right. defined it by them. Okay. You jump in, John. Why don't you no, say – like, It's – yeah. I mean I – Josh Marshall, as always, at 530 – 538, Josh Marshall at Talking Points Memo did a great analysis last night, probably pissed some people off because Josh boiled it all down to, I mean, among other things, but boiled it all to down to Biden. Because I haven't seen it yet. It's very I, good. I, but, but he, Greg Sargent, there's a few people that I find yeah. who come from the sort of center left or left, but do even-handed. They they're not biased. Yeah. They kind of look at the factors and yeah. do a great job. And, and I'll say quickly, I want yeah. to like go back to you, yeah, Josh. Right. But Greg also had a great piece last night that it should be worrisome for Democrats. And this is where I was going to head towards which huh. is what? you can that that they proved again you can run a campaign com in, almost entirely on propaganda to your base the mainstream media will not hold you responsible for it because they'll both sides it and then you can say different things to moderates in the suburbs and get away with doing both which is what this guy did but okay and right. so read Greg Sargent's piece too but go ahead talk about yep. Josh Marshall's well have i ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is she 
loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner. Finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Yeah, I was trying to, oh, here it is. Yeah, I'll have to look at it again later. But uh, basically, I kind of blamed it on Biden. But I mean, he, well, no, he talked about a couple of things. He said, you know, it's not a blue state. It's a swing state. Um, the real, brings us to the real reason for this defeat. President Biden is unpopular. I'm going to, let me read a little more of this. From the late summer into the fall, his approval ratings have dropped some 10 points, a big and rapid drop in an era of highly polarized electorate. Why? A sour public mood about the economy driven by largely uh, raising prices for basic commodities and shortages of basic goods. Then there's COVID. President Biden ran on bringing the pandemic to heal, but that hasn't happened. I'm not blaming Biden for that. A virus is tough. Now, one of the things I will say here, too, with Josh, what people need to be able to do is distinguish between it's not fair and what actually is is impacting voters. It, right. Biden could absolutely be blamed for this, but it not be Biden's fault. We're doing an objective analysis here, and we yeah. have to, because if we want, we live in Pollyanna land, then yeah. nothing ever gets solved. So, yes. Well, actually, but I go more than that, Cliff. What I mean is, and it's something that you, I think, inherently, not I think, you inherently know, but we need to explain to people that in public relations and marketing, I, I've worked with companies before that we were going after on stuff, and they were like, that's not fair. We didn't mean to be anti-gay. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you meant to be anti-gay. People perceive you as anti-gay, and you have a problem now that you need to fix. So it right. doesn't matter if it's unfair that people blame Biden for COVID and the economy. It doesn't matter. The question is, are they blaming Biden for the economy? Are they unhappy with his job performance? And if so, what impact is that going to have on elections? It doesn't matter if that's just not fair for poor Biden, right? I mean, it that's and this is like CR critical race theory, the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's a bogus accusation. It I mean, of course it matters. But what matters is is there bogus bullshit working? And if so, how do we fight anyway? So he says with Biden, could, Biden, the question yeah. with that is could a million yeah. a couple million dollars in TV ads, in digital ads, uh it oh. could press conferences held in northern Virginia? Sure. I mean, gee, Jesus, TC is right right there, you know, and things of that nature. Could those things have reminded people that that the three or four key linchpins of seventy percent of people have gotten the vaccine, you know, gotten the vaccine right. or whatever. The number of cases are down this amount, and right wing governors are stopping it. A, B, the stock market is through the roof. Great. Right. That's not that's not always right. wonderful for regular people, but it is for people. But, it sounds, but you know what? But it Cliff, it creates the appearance of maybe the it economy does. is doing better than I thought. Then you tell people about the job situation. The unemployment's gone fucking drop yes. through the through the floor. Oh. You do those things, and then maybe you add in. Well, just yeah, let me say yeah. this one thing. Yeah, 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 add yeah. a couple things from your your plan. Yeah. We're giving you universal pre care. We're you know yeah. you know yeah. doing pre K. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yeah. And then you do the three or four negatives, yeah. right? And you drive those home. And like we don't do that for reasons beyond imagination. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, shoot, I was going to throw in one point, which I've now forgotten, but um, let me uh, let me read a little more from Josh's piece. So <clears throat> then there's the other problem. The President Biden looks weak. The pullout from Afghanistan plays some role in this. And again, this is stuff I said at the time, and I absolutely agree. It doesn't matter. It wasn't totally his fault, but it looked bad. And we let the Republicans spin it against us. But that's as why they needed to counter Bingo. message at the time. And you and I said that. And they Bingo. did not. Bingo. Uh, the real driver is the month long spectacle of the president and his party unable to pass the basic legislation that makes up his agenda. John, thank you, speaking, Mansion and Cinema. Speaking, speaking, bingo. But it's unfair because of Mansion and Cinema. It's unfair because Mitch McConnell wouldn't let a single Republican vote for us. That's why we had to rely on Mansion and Cinema. That's why it's tied up. I gotcha. I gotcha. But the point is, the perception is nothing's getting done and Democrats are falling apart. Media is to blame for that, too, as Cliff said during the last podcast. But Anyway, negotiating. But you can't just begging. rely on them. It, it doesn't mean yeah. we need. As far as I'm concerned, if I were to write up a five or ten point plan, I won't go to all of them now. I'm just saying for the, for the, how the Democrats could handle right. this misinformation environment. One of them is, and some people aren't going to like this because some of us feel like, oh, well, those are the people we went to school with. We have friends in the media. Doesn't matter. They're killing us with right. what they're doing, right. and we need yeah. to become as big strategy there and too. assholes to them as the yes. right is. Yes, that is exactly. that is one thing. Stop being friends with them. You know, like I don't. I mean, I'm a PR guy. I'm friends with them by by you know nature. I have to be someone. It doesn't matter. Like I will. You when they do yep. stuff, you need to fucking destroy them for yep. it. Let me read a little more. So, but the real driver is the months-long spectacle of the president and his party unable to pass the basic legislation that makes up his agenda. Negotiating, begging, false starts, canceled votes, a president of the United States stymied by two obscure senators the vast majority of Americans have never heard of. I'm going to read a little bit more in a second, but again, it's it's the perception, right? People don't understand Senate procedure. They still don't get the de- but the Democrats are in control. Why can't the Democrats get things done, right? They it's and again, this then means you better have better messaging because on its face, it right? The Democrats control everything now and they can't get anything done. They couldn't change a tire on a car. I mean, that's the perception. Marketing. Um, let me read. Uh, this is for lesser committed voters, a smaller portion of the electorate. The president just looks weak. He says this and that is important, but can't seem to get this or that done. Again, Josh is talking about appearances. It's through that prison that these voters view an uncertain economy. Regardless of what the president's trying to do, he can't do it. If you're not terribly ideological or plugged into the policy and legislative details, what you see is a country beset with problems and an ineffective president. That's a bad, bad combination. This, I, I think I told you last podcast, Cliff, Amy Walters was talking about, right, that she was saying, no, no, the problem isn't voters perceiving Biden. The problem is they're just worried about the economy. And I said, it's both. They perceive Democrats as weak and ineffective, and they perceive the country on the wrong track. Oh, my God, the economy, inflation's coming, COVID, shortages of supply trucks and everything else. And they think we're, we're heading into trouble and we've got people running it that are the Keystone Cops. That's the perception. Right. And part of this, too, as I said, Biden's a shitty speaker when he reads speeches. That's a problem. I watch Biden on TV giving these speeches and I cringe. I should not be cringing when I see Biden talking on TV. When I saw Biden giving his speech in uh, in Virginia, Biden, uh, Obama giving his speech in Virginia a couple days ago, if any of you saw it for for um, for Terry McAuliffe. It was warm and gooey all over. I was like, oh, my God, he's so but good. I, even with that, though, you have to remember, we still you know? got smoked in both of Obama's midterms. We got crushed. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, yes. it's helpful yes. to have a good speaker. But Obama yes. himself. This is all collectively, again, this, though. Whenever I tell you why I yeah. don't understand what the fucking problem is, hmm. is, is this is the reason why. You and I spend the years between 2009 and and 2017 mostly being pro-Obama and positive about Obama, but certainly early on pointing out 
you're you're letting you're losing the plot here. You're letting yeah. them take control of the healthcare messaging. You're letting them take control of the stimulus messaging, and then these assholes talk all about how much spending is in the stimulus bill. Sound familiar? While they're at home holding up checks of money they brought back because of the stimulus, and you're letting them get away with it. No, you know, not that I could tell. Many people, and maybe I missed it, but most people didn't listen to us. We got fucking, you know, and it wasn't just you and me. I'm not trying to say we're the only two people that know this. There are other folks out there saying it plenty. But right. we got smoked in 2010 and 2014. Right. Smoked. Actually, and then Obama yeah. leaves the presidency, yeah. and when they ask him what his biggest regret was, it was uh, I don't feel like we took we we communicated, you know, enough with people about the good we were doing right. because we just kind of thought they got it. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like. Right. How does, but how does that happen? And if you didn't think we knew that when we were telling you that then, but how does that happen again right. and again and again? Right. Like I, I don't fucking understand. Right. What did they not learn from the Obamacare debacle? To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.